It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm going to share something with you. That might put me in a very negative light. Yeah. Relationships are not my forte. <laughs> See if someone grabbed up my wife for saying completely different ball game. I'll walk away from me and this has been like a therapy session. This is Omar Ahmed for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. I'm joined by Spencer Fearon. Uh, you were at a charity event last night. Just talk to me about that event, uh, Spencer, please. Oh, yeah, it was um, for the Maltese Michelin Feast, um, and a charity put together by um, quite a few um, guys from 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 Malta. Uh, it was a really, really good event. Thanks to Johnny Nelson, Jay Spades, who were my guests who, who came down there. Uh, incredible fundraiser. I think they did 150 grand there last night to help people in wanton countries. Uh, the selected country of choice this time round, it's been going for about a few years, uh, was to help um, the people who are now homeless and they, they feed the people out in the Ukraine. Um, so I had talks with the guys. I got a big up. Um, um, uh, the guys that put it together, Luca, really, really, really good guy, man. Seriously, really good guy. Um, it was a pleasure to be there and to see how much money was raised. Um, they were, it was really good. It was really good because I was going to a good cause. Um, they're going to be doing something out in the West Indies, they're going to be doing something out in West Africa as well. They're going out to the Congo. Um, and this is all through conversation. So to see that amount of money generated to help, um, I mean, people who are going for it, you know I mean, it, it was a nice thing to see. Well, if you can get hold of a link uh, to their website or even a, a donation link, I can put it in the description of this video if that's yeah. possible. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Um, the, the nicest thing was was um, how diverse the room was when we were, when I was down there. 
um, and the amount of love and the energy that was that was done in there. Got a big up Hans Travel. There's quite a few people who were down there who who, who sponsored. So it was really, it was it was nice. It was really really nice. Um, uh, so yeah, and that was down in the West End. What's that? Um, the Crimpia Hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it was it was nice. And I got big up the owners of the Crimpia Hotel because they donated the ballroom for free for the charity as well. So they had great numbers down there. Really, really nice to see a lot of well-to-do people, but everybody was happy. So that was that was nice. So a massive big up to them. Okay, good stuff. Well, taking this conversation from charity to controversy, if you like, uh, I know for a fact you're speaking off camera that you saw the interview uh, with Tyson Fury by True Geordie. So just get your initial thoughts on that interview, please, Spencer. I watched it because of you. Yeah. Right, that was it. I, I would never have watched it. Um, uh, I saw Gareth A. Davis. You know I mean, um, his his uh, his video as well. I watched a little bit of that. Um, and you know, I like I like True Geordie. You know, I do because he doesn't take himself too seriously. Even though he takes his physical prowess very seriously, he doesn't take himself seriously. He's a nice. He's, he comes across a really nice guy, and. There's not a lot of things that he says that I that I openly disagree with. You know what I mean? Because he's actually given the opinion of like what the man on the street would do. That's why I think because he gives that opinion, uh, he gets the following that he has because people can actually relate to what he's saying. So he's not really coming from uh, an authentic boxing position, but he's coming from an authentic fan position. So and because he's coming from that, I don't really disagree with anything that he says. I just think if you're going to interview the heavyweight champion of the world, right, and the lineal heavyweight champion of the world, I don't think you start the interview by saying, what do you think of KSI, right? Everyone knows that KSI is always calling out his brother, so he's got, I think that could put his back up a little bit. And then talk about Conor Ben, who has no correlation to Tyson Fury uh, and everything that Conor Ben's going through with um, this failed sample and not only that but it could be a little bit touchy because we do know that Tyson Fury went through some wild war business a little bit a little while ago so I think that could have had his back up um, but I mean Tyson Fury is a very complex character and I don't think True Judy starting the conversation then so you could understand the air of it or how it was going to go but I'm glad he did go the way that he went you know what I mean and I'm glad that True Geordie pushed those kind of questions to Tyson Fury. That Tyson Fury was like, in a really and truly, I ain't be bothered to ask this rubbish. You know what I mean? And when Tyson Fury said, right, I'm not bothered about where I where I stand in history or what people think about me and all the rest of it. I believe it to a certain extent, but I don't believe it. Because he was saying that I'm going to be the first man in history to have two trilogies. Right? As a heavyweight champion. And you're not. Going to be the first man. No disrespect. 1971 to 1976, Ali fought two men three times, right? And he did it twice. So Ali was the first man to do it because Ali fought Joe Frazier first fight, Joe Frazier second fight, um, Ken Norton, then Ken Norton again, then Joe Frazier, Nefrina Manila, then in Yankee Stadium, I believe it was in 1976. 
uh, he fought um, Ken Norton again. So Ali was the first guy to do it. And Tyson Fury should have kind of known that because Tyson Fury, historically, you ever sit there and speak history Tyson Fury's on point, proper on point. So maybe he's just a little bit rattled, a little bit jarred, but he's not, he, he, he's not the first man to do it. But he is the first man to fight, like, at six fights, in two trilogies, at six fights to have four world title fights. Because that's what we believe this department of Zora will be. Yeah, that's so, yeah. But no, he's not the first guy. I don't want to bore people with the histrionics and like, oh, but you said this and that and all the rest of it. Because I still think Tyson Fury's a badass. And when it comes to a fire, he's incredible. So from what you're saying there, Spencer, I feel like you're getting at that the pair of them, neither of them came off bad in that interview. Well, how did they come off bad? How did Tyson Fury come off bad? Tyson Fury, in what is it, five weeks' time, he's defending his World Heavyweight Championship, right? And amid everything, well, everyone's keep on gunning this Derek Suzora. Oh, well, Derek Suzora, Derek Suzora. I've said this already. You know what I mean? There's a man called John Henry Lewis that, that Joe Lewis fought, right? And banged him out in one round for the Heavyweight Championship of the world, right? These things happen. This was a man at the tail end of his career. And Joe Louis said, you know what? I'm going to get that payday, you know? Right? Because I know you were mates. I'm going to get that payday. So, um, the thing about it is this. Derek Suzora isn't no John Henry Lewis. Because Derek Suzora is going into that fight. Thinking, how crazy it may sound to people, thinking that he's going to win. His trainer, Don Charles, is thinking... And sitting down trying to devise a plan how to win this fight. Derek Suzora, for at least four rounds, is going to give it everything that he has got. But my only question is this. We have to say in the two fights, and we were like the first fight was like a decade ago. Mad, right? The, 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 the two fights in which we've seen Derek Suzora fight Tyson Fury, Tyson Fury was actually better than he was then. Derek Suzor is not better than he was back then. So you'd have to say, like, um, one guy is on a recession physically. We've seen that. He's been in hard fights as well. Another guy is ascending to where he's meant to go to. Mm. So these are the things that we've got to take. But what I am saying is this. It's going to take a madman to ruffle Tyson Fury. And I've said this many times that Derek Suzora is the white kind of crazy to go and do this because here's a man saying that I don't want to retire. When everyone's like, you've got to retire, Derek. It's all over for you. So I'm not retiring. You know what I mean, Derek has told me many times that I'm going to fight so I can't fight no more. And this is his opportunity. So regardless of that, I'm looking at what Derek is actually bringing to the table. When we're saying that he could have fought somebody else. The cash cow fight was Anthony Joshua. That fell through for whatever reason. I don't even care. It didn't happen, right? That didn't happen. Who else is there to fight? Okay, then let's go fight Bacoli. Does anyone know Mike Bacoli? Let's be real. Let's fight Hergovic. Does anybody know Hergovic? As far as I'm concerned, Hergovic lost against Zang. Yeah. I have said it, right? Anyone know him? No. So who else is going to be available? Okay, then Andy Ruiz. Do you really think Al Haim is going to allow a PBC fighter, right, to come to the UK to fight Tyson Fury for the heavyweight championship of the world 
when he can say, hold up a second, Deontay Wilder just made this big resurgence now. No, Deontay Wilder and Deontay Wilder and Ruiz, these two can fight. That's going to be a big money fight in America on a pay-per-view. So why should, I, why should I allow you to go fight? No, you you fight on my team. So that's not going to happen. So who who else was there? So when they was talking about Manuel Char, brother, I wouldn't want to see that. But I prefer to see Derek Zora get the opportunity. And also on the fact, like, it's crazy, but uh, uh, this will be the second world heavyweight title fight at Tottenham Hotspur because last year we had Anthony Joshua. This year we're having Tyson Fury. I have been there. I was ringside. You, you, you had the Joshua fight, right? Yeah. I was ringside for the fight. The atmosphere was absolutely amazing. Anybody, and next thing, anybody going to that fight, make sure you have prior arrangements for you to leave because it took me about two hours to go and get an Uber to get back home. I mean, me and my missus, we was like, but because it was such, it was such a great event and it was a great event that I didn't mind the way because like people recognize you, you get to talk boxing with people outside that was great. But yeah, um, no, it's, uh, we can't, we, I'm not gunning that fight. Before I'll be, oh, like I said, I've seen worse with title fights and I understand there's tricks in trade and mechanics in business. And right now we're seeing the machinery in the business. Why? If you was a heavyweight champion, knowing that you are preparing to fight Usyk, right? In a historical fight. It's a historical fight because it's going to be the first time we're going to have in the four belt era of, of heavyweight championship boxing, are we going to have one champion, unified, solidified champion, right? Why would you take the chance against somebody a little bit more dangerous. Why? Right? So it's risk-reward factor. So I'm not knocking that because you know what? They've done 60,000 tickets already, right? Yeah. And if I'm not there, I think I will be there. If I'm not there, I guarantee you that I'll buy it on television. I'll, I'll buy the pay-per-view. So, no. Derek Suzora, the British public know him. And even though they're down there thinking like, all right, he's going to get a whooping. I'm telling you, he's the right kind of crazy to forget what well, you don't care what you lot's going to say. He's going to come to fight. That is it. And we know we're going to get entertained. Regardless, we're going to get entertained. Spencer, as you mentioned there, he's gunning for uh, Alexander Usyk, historic undisputed fight early next year. He's just boxed his mandatory in April. He's got no mandatories due. Are people also missing a fact here that this is a voluntary defence and Chisora is ranked by the WBC? Well, well it, it, listen, it is a voluntary defense. And where Derek Cesaro ranked in the WBC? I don't even know where he's ranked, right? But he's ranked. This is fitting for it's fitting for a world title fight. Because everybody last year, everyone screamed for Derek Cesaro to retire. Right? Okay, then cool. So if this is his pension plan fight, let it be his pension plan fight. But I know that Derek Cesaro and Don Charles are thinking, no, this is my historical stamp, my authority fight. So I'm looking forward to that fight. I'm not, I ain't got time to be gunning this fight. I haven't got time. It's a fight. Let Tyson Fury do what he's going to do if he comes out victorious. Uh, nobody doesn't, nobody's not thinking, oh, Derek Cesaro is going to win the fight. Nobody. I don't, everyone, no, Derek Cesaro, no. Okay, then. So he's not going to win the fight. Hmm. We believe. But crazier things have happened in professional boxing. You do realize this, yeah? yeah. Look at the heavyweight division history. Crazier things have happened. So well, don't write Derek Cesaro off. 
Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, modern times, you're looking at Buster Douglas, obviously, with Mike Tyson, Andy Ruiz Jr. with Anthony Joshua. You just don't know. Um, but Gareth um, was talking about how, just back to this interview with True Geordie, he was talking about how Tyson's in the middle of camp. He's going to be putting himself through the paces. He got a bit of stick for those comments and people saying, oh, as if Tyson Fury's training for Derek Chisora in this trilogy. You're in boxing, Spencer. You know at the moment how hard Tyson Fury will be working in the gym in Morecambe. Let, let, me, let, me, let me tell you this, yeah? Tyson Fury is damned if he does, he's damned if he don't. Because let Tyson Fury put in a subpar performance against Derek Cesora, yeah? And he's going to get mullered, right? So he's going to have to go out and give that performance. So my, me personally, Tyson Fury needs to go out there and brush Derek Cesora in, in two, three rounds. Right? That's what he's going to have to do. Right? Because if he doesn't, we are going to look at this and like, what? what? Right. So let's look at this more as an event. It's an event and Derek Suzora is a decent enough dance partner. He's a decent enough dance partner. I'm being real with you because this is about putting bums on seats Tyson Fury put bombs on seats by himself. But bombs on seats, you're going to need a dance partner. And the dance partner happens to be Derek Cesaro. Yes, we'd have wanted it to have been Anthony Joshua. Yes, we would have. Yes, we would have wanted it to have been Usyk. We really would have wanted it to be. But it's not neither of those kind of guys. And like, we would have, if it was Deontay Wilder, would be on it as well. Because, you know, Deontay Wilder can bang. You don't know. Right? So it's none of those three. All right. So I'm saying that's decent enough. Because at least we know who he is. And like I said, give me Derek Cesaro over Manuel Char any day of the week. I think the last one was uh, Joe Joyce, who's coming off a great win. But he confirmed on the weekend to our channel that December 3rd wasn't an option in the end for him. And that's when Tyson's boxing. And their plan is, this is according to Joe and, and also to Frank Warren, he said that we want to get, if Fury beats Cesaro, beats Usyk, we want to do the undisputed next summer. Fury v Joyce, and uh, that would be massive. And also, why would you box? Also, why would you box Joyce two months before an undisputed fight against Usyk? Is that fair? No, you're, you're, you know what? Well done. You're, you're, you're getting smart in your old age, you <laughs> right? I know you're young whippersnapper now. I'm seeing you like with a goatee and everything. What's going on? No, I'm. I I totally agree because what there's a lot of pressure on Tyson Fury anyway, right? But when they question, well then. Have you fought, True Geordie said, like, have you fought the best in your era? Right? Are we not looking at the circumstances that he went in with, with Deontay Wilder? Are we not looking at, are we, are we just, are we just, oh, well, yeah, no, that was in. You know what I mean? Are we not looking at, he just boxed Dylan White. Yeah. Right? So come on. You know what I mean? We can't, like, oh, well, you, he, it's not like he's a voice, it's not like Tyson Fury is deliberately trying to avoid someone. He's not. He said, right, well, I want to fight you. Usyk, not available. I want to fight Andy Joshua for whatever reason. Didn't happen. I'm glad that fight didn't happen at the time. You know what I mean? I've said this, I'm just being 100, right? And I've, I saw um, Joshua's interview that he did with Addy, and he alluded to the fact that people that actually care for me uh, were saying, like, let me rest mentally. Let me, right? And you know, I was a big advocate of, like, take a break, bro. I'm glad that, that he listened to somebody. Not saying it was directly me, but I'm glad that he's to somebody. Right? So, whatever fights are there for Tyson Fury, 
I'm looking forward to this fight. So I'm not this fight. Because I'm looking at this fight more as an event than a fighting spectacle. That's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at it as an event. It's an event. Last one. I think you raised a, a very valid point there. And this is where Summer Tyson's frustration might comes when he gets all these questions. If you look at the, the Klitschko fight, when he went to Germany, he worked his way into a shot there, went on away soil, beat Klitschko on points. Obviously, we know what happened afterwards. He had a long break from boxing. Um, and then out of nowhere, he goes and fights Deontay Wilder. And let's be real, in that fight, heading into Los Angeles in the first one, 99% uh, of people were picking Deontay Wilder. Uh, then he has the Remember, remember, I was, you interviewed me. I was the 1%. You interviewed me outside your pool. I was the 1%. Yes, yes, you were. I'll give you that. You were. Um, but what my point is, is that in these well-titled fights, he's always travelled and gone as the challenger, the B-side. So now he's finally the A-side, just boxed WBC number one contender, as you said in April. He feels like he wants to call all the shots, and which is he's doing in a voluntary defence. Yeah, you're, yeah. listen, you're, you're right. But I don't even think it's the fact it's like calling all the shots. Like I said, I look back to history and I just think he's giving his pal a payday. Yeah. Right, he's get, and that's what he should do. He's giving his pal payday, but he's looking to punch up his pal, and his pal is looking to punch him up as well. So don't get twisted, right? And I know, and I'm telling you this now: Don Charles is working meticulously hard in trying to actually hurt Tyson Fury. He's looking to hurt him. That's what I'm saying to you. Looking to hurt him, right? Whether we can, whether we can uh, administer the plans that they got. It's very, very difficult. I'm just being honest. But you know what? I'm just going to be real with you, man. I would love to see Derek punch up Tyson Fury. Just for the... No, I'm going to be real. Just for... No, I'd like to just punch him up or just give him that fight so then people say, well, we see why the fight took place. Yeah. Right? Not no one round, two round beat down and oh, this was such a mismatch. No, I'm looking at it as an event. I know it's going to be an event. I'm looking forward to the, 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 the presser's that are up and coming towards a fight. I'm looking towards. I'm looking forward to the the the, the press conferences. I'm looking towards the um, the heads to heads and everything else. Kind of know Derek Sazora is that kind of crazy to bring something because Derek Sazora does not business. When you feel like someone don't give a flying f, go look at. Do you look at for the for the for the quotation of flying f? You will see Derek Sazora's picture right there because Derek's that kind of mad kind of guy. Right. And I'm like, and that's it. Like, we should. I'm glad the fight is going to a British fighter. I'm glad the fight, the money's going to a British fighter. And regardless of whatever happens, Darius Azor is already financially secure before this fight, but he's going to be even more financially secure. I've got a lot of time for the Fury family. Like everyone knows, um, John Fury was on the phone to me constantly when my mom passed away. Darius Azor and Don Charles came to my mom's funeral. They're my guys. So in in the in a boxing family, they're the boxing family. So keep the money in the family. Money in the family, man. Well, uh, hopefully Frank can sort you out a row one then on uh, December third. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. What? I'm not. Listen, I'm I'm good. Me and Bob Tundi's good. Doing the fight is right. It's all cool. But oh, you're you gonna do what? the stream? Yeah. Um. Now you know what? I'm going to this fight, man. Sorry, I'm going to the fight. <laughs> um, I'm going. I've got to go to the fight because trust, I'm going to the fight. It's going to be a great fight. It will be a great. It will listen, people. This not as as much as people. Oh, this is a mismatch, and I is Dexter Zora, and I is this, and da, 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 and all the rest of it. I'm telling you, 
Derek Tazora is coming to war Tyson Fury, right? Look, you can't outbox the guy. You know what I mean? you got to get on the inside and try and break something in him, right? And I think Derek knows this is my only chance and this is my shot, right? Because crazy enough, Derek is going in there to win. I was, I was saying like, oh, if Andy Joshua was to, was to have won the world title back from Usyk in that rematch that they had, I thought, right, I could see him and Derek Sazora fighting in Africa, right? Just to share the money. But the thing, if they'd have done that, even though he's with 258, Derek Sazora would be going in there to think, I'm going to smash Andy Joshua. Nobody would be giving him a chance. That's the kind of crazy that you need when you're going into um, and great things where everyone's saying, well, you ain't got a chance in here. You need that kind of crazy. And Derek is that kind of crazy. He's that kind of crazy. But everyone, oh, shut up, Spring Joshua. No, he's that kind of crazy. You need that kind of crazy to go in with Tyson Fury. Period. Okay. <laughs> Spencer, thank you very much for your time. And uh, get me that link over with the charity. I'll definitely put it oh, in. There. 100%. 100%. Like, to everyone, if you just go on, onto the website, it is, I think it's, um, yeah, it is the Michelin, no, Morty's Michelin Feast where they're going out to the Ukraine to feed um, the, the homeless out there. Not only just the homeless, but the people who, have, who, who whose homes have been bombed. And I mean, there was a really good video that they put on yesterday. It was like, yeah, I was kind of I was kind of willing up. And not only that, but they're going to do it in other countries as well, where they send out Michelin star chefs to make food, prepare food, but they're going out and they're giving loads of food to, to, to people in one-torn countries and people who are less privileged. So for things like that, we'll give them a massive salute. And you know what, and props to you, Umar, as well, man. We ain't spoken in a hot minute, so it's kind of cool speaking to you. It's weird now, looking at you, you're getting old. I don't know what's going on. Oh, I don't know if that's a compliment or not. No, no, no. No, you're, you're, you're getting old, man. You know, last night, I knew you was a little kid. It's like, <laughs> I'll see you maturing. And of course, I'll see you to be a man. Thank and you, plus, yeah, plus I give you bare rings. I see in the back in the background there. I see you got a picture of Ali destroying um, Sunday Liston in in one round. So you know what I mean. So props to that as well. I like that. I'm going to share something with you. That might put me in a very negative light, yeah. Relationships are not my forte. You see if someone grabbed up my wife and saying, completely different ballgame. I'll walk away from here and this has been like a therapy session. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.